Hey everyone, and welcome to Agents Unfiltered, where we talk about the do's, the don'ts, and the what the fucks of real estate. I'm Allie. This is Danielle. And I'm Cassie Day. Join the three of us every week as we deep dive into some wild real estate cases and give our take. We are not attorneys and want to make it clear that this podcast or any linked materials should not be construed as legal advice. Nor is this information a substitute for professional expertise. We are not lawyers, financial advisors, doctors, or mortgage lenders, but we are your new BFFs. All right. So I am going to be telling you guys about Meta, which is Facebook. They settled a fair housing violation allegation against the US of A. The JOD, I mean JOD. DOJ, Department of Justice. <laughs> Don't mind my dyslexia. Um, that reminds me yesterday, someone was putting in flooring and it was um, LVP. I was yeah. talking to my dad about it. I was like, they have VPL in there. And my dad's like, what's that? And I was like, visible panty lines. <laughs> I'm trying to say LVP. Act like I have not been on my side. Anyway. Just like saying it in a different order. All right. Yeah. Also, is it meta? Like who sued who? Um, the US of A sued Meta. So Meta, formerly known as Facebook, recently entered into a settlement agreement with the US Department of Justice, the DOJ, over claims that their advertisement delivery algorithms violated the Fair Housing Act. So I don't know if any of you have ever set up like a Facebook ad. Yeah. And they also, Facebook helps you when they say that they can help you find your target, like enter things about your target audience and they'll use their algorithm to get it in front of the right people based on like what you tell them. Right. So basically at the core of this, the Department of Justice was saying that the analytics that Facebook was using for its advertisements go against HUD Mm -hmm. and the protected classes under the civil rights laws Hmm. in the U.S. When did this happen? Because they don't, like, they do, like, special targeted audiences. December 28th, 2022. Oh. Wild. Because I I know how frustrating it is trying to set up ads. Yeah. Because, like, when you're... Like, even just the age thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't. can't. You, mm-hmm. It's 18 and over. Yeah. And that can be frustrating when you're, like, living in college town and you're trying to maybe not really market to college students because that's probably not. Yeah, but it's a protected class. I age. know. Yeah. But that's so interesting. So, But that's been a thing for so long. I'm, like, curious what specifically this yeah. case brought out. Just, like, some of the biggest bullet points, like, the takeaways from this whole thing is advertisements should never indicate a preference or limitation based on fair housing protected characteristics, such as race, color, religion, sex, disability, family status, and national origin. So, I mean, there's so many things. Because I was, they've got a separate doc about the complaint, the original complaint, and there's, like, a lot to read through. But some of the stuff that they pointed out were things that I wouldn't even think about because... Meta and AI is just so smart now. Mm-hmm. Like certain people are part of certain Facebook groups. Certain people with families are part of other Facebook groups that other people aren't. And that all also goes into like their algorithm of families are looking for homes and this age range is looking for homes. Like there's so many intricate things that you can do and personalized things that you can do on Facebook. AI is smart enough to like make that all part of its data and help the algorithm towards your ads. Mm-hmm. So it just goes deeper than we can probably even think of what the computers can understand versus what we can. Yeah. Because no matter what we choose, if AI is making an ad for us in the sense of like we give the target group but all the information that it has that we don't understand mm-hmm. that it's able to make sense of, like it just went super into it and it was a little bit over my head. 
but AI can be like, oh, they're part of certain Facebook groups. And so they're part of like this group of people because that's what it is to an AI. It's an algorithm and it's data. It's not personalized things like we think of when we think of like. So was the lawsuit more so based on the the intended audience or the ads themselves? Basically, they reached a settlement, including no longer using this special ad audience previously called the lookalike audience because it mirrored the kind of people that they thought should be looking at the ads not they as in facebook but ai that's that's all just data to ai so it doesn't think of in the fact of like fair housing like we do Mm -hmm. because it doesn't look at it as protected classes or right or wrong like it's just strictly data to ai so it isn't I thought the special ads category, though, was there for that purpose where you couldn't discriminate based on. Because um, when you do a Facebook maybe ad. Maybe within the past year. No, but even years before, yeah. there was like a special, a special. But you know what it is? I And correct me if I'm wrong. This is what I'm gathering from what yeah. you're saying is that it's not so much the special ad category that we've been selecting, you know, as soon as That you have to if it's housing. Have, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's so much that. It's what AI did with the ad after it was submitted. Okay. Like you submit it, you know, and obviously it can't have this. It can't have that. Right. You can't narrow your audience, whatever, like, is human-based. Right. But then when it wow- went out into the, what do they call it? AI. The Twitter, Twitter sphere. <laughs> <laughs> when it went out there, then... AI was directing it into certain audiences and avoiding others based on. Is that what you're saying? Because I'm really trying to comprehend. It's not regarding what It's kind of agents, over my head because AI is kind of like insane. So but. it's not in regards to the wording that agents put in the post. So it wasn't like no. they were saying. It's like you pick your category. You, you yeah. pick your target audience. Right. Right. Which you can't but really you can't. do on with. special ads. No. But even with that, like, I think about all the times we've submitted an ad for review, right? Because you Mm -hmm. select the special ad category category or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it goes to review. And how many times it's kicked back? Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, there's nothing wrong with this ad. So, like, and it would be, like, one little thing or one little word or too much word compared, whatever it is. Whatever Facebook would kick it back for meta now. I'm just going to read this also when you're done straight from the paragraph saying the like three main things wrong with it because maybe it made sense in my head but didn't make sense coming out of my mouth but maybe what came out of my mouth will make sense when I read you okay (laughs) let's decipher this yeah okay so uh, the DOJ's complaint alleged that Meta's advertisement services violated the Fair Housing Act in three distinct ways first the platform allowed housing advertisers to use Facebook-created categories based on FHA-protected characteristics and targeting or excluding the audience receiving housing ads. Second, Facebook had a look-alike audience tool, which used FHA-protected categories to identify additional users with similar characteristics as an advertiser's ideal audience. That's where the AI comes into it, because that's an additional thing that they offer where, okay, you've got your audience that you're looking for, they can reach out and AI decides people that fit in that. Interesting. Yeah. You can't see my quotes because I'm on podcast, but like, quote unquote, <laughs> fit inside mm-hmm. the target audience that you are looking for or like trying to stay away from. So right. AI takes it to a different level, mm-hmm. which is helpful unless you have certain rules you need to follow. Like if we were selling something like 
jelly beans, it'd be a little bit safer because it would just push our stuff out to all the like-minded people. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you're going off people who interact with these ads Mm -hmm. and then finding people just like them everywhere else, you're finding a specific crowd, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I track that. Definitely. So, okay. And lastly, Facebook's ad delivery algorithms used FHA-protected characteristics to determine which consumers could see the advertisement. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. It's not so much the special ad category where you entered it. It's what goes into their algorithm, Mm -hmm. and it only pushes to certain audiences. So, like, you could have, like, I I think this is what it's saying. Like, you could have an ad that would go out to an entire community, but then certain people within that community wouldn't see the ad because it's targeted more towards Mm -hmm. the, you know, however AI came up with that. And so you have a whole group that's being left out of even seeing the ad. Mm -hmm. That's so, I like how, like it's trying to narrow things down for your specific target audience, which Mm -hmm. for something other than real estate would be super helpful. You Mm -hmm. know, I wonder how they determined all of this. Like how did they come to discover that the Facebook ad, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, because I think about like all of the like random ads I see that I do not care about. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know why they pop up. Yeah. Or when you like, you know, I don't know. It's just so interesting. Like, how do I know that no one else sees that ad or vice versa? Right. Mm-hmm. So what? And how do you, well, this is because it's way outside of my pay grade, but mm-hmm. like, how do you know what AI sends things to? Right. Who checks into fair housing violations? Department of Justice or like yeah yeah so I wonder if they've been monitoring somehow where ads like where these protected class ads are going Mm -hmm. in front of and then are seeing that they're not going into you know I literally I think is very smart because it's something that obviously get really out of control oh yeah I think about it the most like thinking about like gentrification oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. of like what if that that actual community is not seeing like homes coming up for sale that they could purchase and instead it's only going to people that are outside Mm -hmm. of the area you know and like how that could really affect the makeup of a neighborhood or mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. yeah interesting so this happened in december this the rule of 2022 okay Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was the rule? Like, what was the... So, as part of that, so they came to a settlement. Meta agreed to make significant changes to its housing ad um, delivery methods, including no longer using the special ad audience feature. Interesting. So, it took that out because, I mean, it just goes off data itself. Like, they can't change the fact that it's going off of just, like, facts on who clicks on things, right. you know? But that also doesn't mean just because a certain age demographic isn't clicking on a certain thing that they shouldn't be able to see it. Yeah. You know? Um, So then I guess I haven't done an ad recently. Yeah. How are they making sure that agents are staying accountable if there's no special ad category? Because there is now. There's a special ad category for it, but it's no, when you, you have to say that it's with real estate. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have to say that this is a post for real estate. And through that, you can't choose as many target ad points right and they don't have their special ad delivery audience previously called the lookalike audience okay that doesn't get used with your ads okay anymore. so they changed how they're delivered because mm-hmm. the special ad category has been there for it's housing. been there for a long time mm-hmm. yeah so it just it probably is the way it works yeah it's probably yeah. changed it's so interesting yeah and they have to develop a new system for housing ads to address disparities between advertisers targeted audiences and the group of Facebook users who will actually be delivered the ads. 
In addition, Meta will pay a maximum civil penalty of $115,000, and a third-party reviewer will be appointed to monitor Meta's compliance with the terms of all of these things in the agreement. Okay, wow. I mean, I feel like cost-wise, that's not that much for... I was thinking $115,000. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like $115 million. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that it's not more. And even that's probably nothing. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that they... I, I feel like they probably were able to get that low of a penalty because they're actively working with the government yeah, to make sure they're to fix doing it. it right. And right. I'm sure it's going to cost a lot of money to like, I mean, if they choose to yeah, make something that can work with real estate agents because mm-hmm. it's just, a well, you know, it's game. interesting because I just got this email the other day and I haven't even looked at it because where's the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was from Facebook or from Meta talking about new services for real estate agents. So I should probably oh, look at it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I think, and they're like trying to target like somehow working with MLSs and stuff. So it was really interesting. Oh, I saw that in my I just haven't too. had a chance to really oh. like dive into it yet. Hmm. So I yeah. wonder if that is part of yeah. this whole new. They're trying to figure out how. Like it's not bad to be monitoring no. what's on the internet at all. Yeah. I just like my brain cannot really comprehend the logistics of it. No, mm-hmm. it just goes over I my head. It. Yeah. I wonder like how long they have to have like a third party reviewing them, like watching. Is that like now a permanent practice? So it's a law office in New York. And who's so, paying them? Is it Meta paying them? I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was part of their settlement. I'm sure that They're was part of They're paying that. <laughs> yeah. So any future changes to targeting options must be approved by the DOJ prior to implementation, and the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York will retain jurisdiction over purposes of resolving disputes and entering any modification orders. So, I mean, it's staying within the Department of Justice. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's kind of wild. I don't yeah. know. I think, like, in general, advertising is just so difficult for well, real estate now. think it about, is. like, just in general, like, Google AdWords, mm-hmm. SEO. Like, mm-hmm. it's got to be so tricky, I, given when I've worked with SEO before, um, search engine optimization for anyone who doesn't know what that is. You create your ads. Like, Google AdWords is a way you can do it. But you have to pick all these tags. Like, I've done that in the past. I used to do it for work a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I've never done anything real estate related. So I wonder, that just would be so hard. I yeah. Think. Because it's all about getting your ads in front of your target audience. And if you have to be so broad, how are you really hitting a target audience with right. that stuff? Yeah. Except for location. Right. Okay. And that's really, like, when we used to do special ad categories before yeah. with Facebook, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was. Is like, you could only do basically location yep like you, you can narrow target it in. a location yeah but mm-hmm. like you couldn't target gender age or anything like that which interest, makes sense like yeah interest you couldn't pick so it's just really interesting but it's like like that's what's on the horizon is like that's where we see 99% of advertising yeah. at this point mm-hmm. is through online and then how do you well I've been seeing all these things lately where AI if you type in like something that you want to write a paper on, it will write full 20 page essays. And it's amazing. Like absolutely amazing what it writes. And it sounds like a person writing, like it's just crazy. The advancements that have been made because it's like, okay, soon, like we can implement rules on it right now, but soon, like, are you really going to be able to? (laughs) I know. And it like takes the human element out of it. Yeah. Like if there's, you know, systems that can like write a full essay, like are, 
you know, are you learning anything? Are you no. learning anything? Yeah. I saw this thing on TikTok the other day and it's this girl who she's like super business savvy, talks about finances a lot, but was also talking about upcoming side hustles or careers you can do for yourself that not a lot of people know of right now, but are going to be something that you're like, man, I wish I got in on that. And a lot of it is AI does all of your content writing. So you can charge people like 200 bucks an ad, but really you spend two minutes because AI will just write everything for you. And it sounds better than a human at this point. That's insane. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either. I, it feels so gross. It does. Mm-hmm. Like one, like, and I understand like everybody needs to make a living and I right. get that, but it's like the integrity. It, the integrity. Yeah. yeah. It's like taking advantage of someone. Like I'm going to charge you an arm and a leg for something that I haven't mm-hmm. even done. Yeah. Or really don't have any skin in the game on. Like, I really struggle with that whole mentality. And it's kind of, like, I just am so curious to see where it heads from here. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a little disturbing to me. Not a little. It's a lot disturbing It's a lot. Well, it just takes the human element out of it. And, you know. And then, like, what good are we? I know. If we're not doing anything (laughs) ourselves. And what are we all going to do with ourselves if we have nothing well, to do? you know, scientists are calling us, like, the we're fuck around and find out generation because everyone fucked around and now we're finding out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As we're living right yeah. now. It's real. It's terrifying. Yeah. Because, like, you think about it and and I, I feel like I've, like, listened to so many things and read so many things about this as, like, for our generation, we didn't grow up necessarily. Well, I don't know about you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I know you're in our generation, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I'm like at the tail end, Cassie's smack in the middle and you're like the very beginning. Like yeah, you're basically a boomer. I'm not basically a boomer. Basically a boomer? Um, I'm First of all, Gen X was before my time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gen Z, get your shit uh, Don't do that um, <laughs> No, but like millennials are kind of where it was like, we didn't grow up with technology no. from when we were super tiny. No. Like there, it may have been around, but it wasn't like in our pocket. No. And so it's been really interesting to watch. Like, we still know how to do all of these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we learned then, with it as it grew. Yeah. Exactly. And now it's at this place where it's like the first generation that are now adults, yeah. barely, but adults like that grew up with it, like with them all mm-hmm. the time. And I've seen so many articles on basically like the de evolution or however you say that of yeah. our generation. Yeah. And it's like advancing in certain ways. Like, immensely yeah and it's amazing and then there's this other part of it no one terrifying. actually just knows anything because you know you can have the answer in your pocket exactly so why, why retain it like people don't have like I mean I notice that with myself I'm like I don't hold on to certain information mm-hmm. just because I know I can find it anytime yeah yeah like mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting I don't know like I actually deleted tiktok off my phone yeah because I just was like this is mindless and it it's like so is. interesting and entertaining and I do learn things on there mm-hmm. but then it becomes this like habit forming just like oh just scroll 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 yeah. like, I gotta stop this shit because yeah. my kids are watching and I can't be that example to them no but it's all around them all the time I know it's crazy and the like age because I didn't get my first smartphone until I was an adult neither and like I was flip phone mm-hmm. from like for mm-hmm. all of high school yeah and um elementary schoolers have smartphones yeah mine don't (laughs) my my high schooler we decided that like high school is when my kids could have smartphones but even then I'm like monitoring what she's using and don't want her having apps like tiktok where it's just mind-numbing and because the problem is and this is what concerns me as like a human being yeah is that then you get people who have grown up and all they do 
Like they can't survive without being in front yes. of the screen. And there's no more enjoyment of what's out there. Yeah. There's not the adventuring. There's not, it's just living through a screen and posting things. Like, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I saw an article on this one gal who, she's an influencer. I don't know, TikTok, wherever, somewhere on social media. Mm -hmm. And she did a photo shoot in Ikea and told people she was in Bali. What? And it was like, kind of like a joke, like not a joke, but just yeah. like an experiment to see what people would buy. Like, if they would buy it or not. And they did. Like, so many people were like, oh, my gosh, it looks so amazing. And she did this whole photo shoot in Ikea. And the only things that she left in there to give it away for people who were smart enough to catch on were little yeah. Easter egg decorations that Ikea has. Like, oh. But she just did it in different rooms. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but think about that. Like, people are just, like, living their lives, like... Yeah. Through this social media experience. Instead of actually, Instead like, of actually living, living their lives. Ooh. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Oh my gosh, this is a whole conversation. Weird. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. It, sca it scares me. It yeah, it scares me to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. well, crazy? It's crazy. Oh, okay. Well, yay for Meta. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, and how many movies are there about what happens if we give artificial intelligence too much power? It never goes well in the movies. Maybe that's why aliens are coming back to turn our AI down. I'm just oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe aliens are aliens. And you know, movies are basically <laughs> real life. So. <laughs> like Mars Attack. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. I want to watch that movie with my kids just so they could experience. Yes. It's so good. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Another great movie mm -hmm. to watch. Mm -hmm. You know. Does Ali know is what we're talking about at all? Veggie Tales or something? Oh, wow. No. It's about murderous tomatoes. Allie, it's real. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, we're going to stop there. Bye, friends. See you next week. It's like fresh produce that rotted and everyone was pissed. No, it's not rotting. It like rolls and chases you. I'm going to show you a clip. Okay, go I'm watch Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Allie just physically rolled out of the room. So we're going to end on that note. <laughs>